You're not that bad of a home And you've still got good bones And I will try to flip you This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ Podcast Let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Hey, what's going on? All you flippity flippers out there. Hope you're having a great week. Hope you're taking some massive action where it counts. And hope things are just going really well. I'm really excited about our interview for today. I just barely got done with a two-hour long interview where I interviewed my new acquisitions manager. Many of you know that I've been looking for somebody and boom, I hired someone uh, and we interviewed him. He's been with me for just under three weeks. We got it going. It's going to be great for those of you who are new at this business because I have Kale doing the exact same things that I think you should start out uh, when getting started in this business. It wasn't like I had this magic secret for him to just dive into. No, I had him taking action and doing the things that I would have a new uh, one of my students or a new person do in this business. And secondly, if you have some more experience, you can learn exactly how we went about hiring him and how we've been going about training him. So I have so many people ask me about how do you hire people? How do you train them? And you can just be a fly on the wall for two hours and listen in. Since it's so long, we will divide this one up into two episodes. So you will hear all about Kale in episode 41 and episode 42. So before we get going, want to give another special thanks to our sponsor, uh, yellowletters.com. Go ahead and go to their website and they will give you a discount if you mention the code HFHQ. Uh, if it is your per- first purchase, if it is not, mention the you know the call anyway. It, it's really um, you know them knowing that you were referenced by us just really helps us out a lot and helps us keep those sponsors going. So please mention Housekeeping HQ to them or HFHQ that you heard Justin or whatever. Uh, we just really appreciate that. Like I've mentioned before, these guys are investors themselves, which most mailing house companies are not. So they know it's working. They know how to advise you on what to do. I've never gotten this much detailed feedback from someone who sent out letters for me. They're less expensive than most people we've checked out before, and they have a a ton of great ways to send mail. And we're gonna be launching, you'll hear me talk about this with Kel, but pretty soon we're gonna really be ramping up our direct mail with them. Uh, So check them out and it's just a great way to be doing business right now. Yellowletters.com. I'm also super excited to announce that we have finalized the details with our second sponsor, Anchor Loans, anchorloans.com. Many of you may recall Robert Fergoso from episode 11, another, just like Michael, another incredibly generous individual who uh, invited one of our guests to a Clippers game at the Hyde Lounge. Anyway, you may remember that competition. It was a lot of fun. Um, Robert is a great guy to work with. This is one of the two hard money lending companies that we work with uh, here in Southern California. Uh, they lend all throughout California and they are expanding to many other states. So you can reach out to them. You can find them at anchorloans.com. Uh, feel free to reach out to Robert or any of his staff. And these guys are just incredibly easy to work with. We're actually working with Robert right now in setting up a line of credit where we can save, we're gonna save thousands of thousands of dollars each year in points and fees because we'll be setting up this line of credit where we can pay the points once a year and then we turn the money several times and save thousands of dollars on those points. So if you are currently an investor doing a high volume of business, I encourage you to reach out to them and talk to them about that. If anyone has a hard time getting a hold of either Michael at yellowletters.com or Robert with Anchor Loans, because I know these guys are super busy or you don't know how to reach them or whatever, go ahead and shoot me an email personally for now as we continue to streamline this process. Uh, Justin at HQ.com. Let me know that you are interested and I will make a personal introduction. As I've mentioned before, I'll never bring on a sponsor that I do not either use myself or highly recommend and think would be incredibly beneficial to you. And these are two companies that we have both used a lot in the past and we plan on really using a ton this year and in the upcoming years, which is why I'm more than happy to promote them and their company because I know it'll help you uh, grow yours as well. 
Also, if you are listening to this, um, the day it comes out tonight, I will be hosting a live webinar where I will discuss a part of my house flipping business. Uh, I will talk about the mastermind group that we have going on, which we will also be launching our beta program, Fail Forward Fast beta coaching program next week, which I'm including for free as a part of the mastermind uh, group. So anyway, it's a great opportunity. Go to housefullinghq.com slash webinar to check that out and get signed up for that. If you are listening to this after the recording, we will have another webinar. We're not doing them as frequently at the moment, uh, but go ahead and sign up and we will let you know when the next one is. If you would like to learn more about the mastermind group but are not able to attend the webinar, go to housefullinghq.com and there's some information there and Always feel free to reach out to either Mark or myself if you have any questions. You can always reach either one of us at info at housewhipinghq.com. Mark will answer everything he can, and he gets to me on things if he has any questions about this. Alrighty, well, I think that about covers it for our housekeeping items for today. Let's get flipping with our episode with Kale, my new acquisitions manager. Let's do this. All right, everybody. Hope you've had a great week. Boy, have we got a treat for you today. Uh, Today, I will be interviewing my brand new acquisitions manager, uh, Kale Darling. How's it going, Kale? Good. What about you? Doing, Doing pretty good. So the reason why I wanted to interview Kale, everybody, is there's actually like three reasons. Number one is a lot of people ask me, how do you go about hiring a new employee or a new assistant or, or whatnot? So this will be huge since we just hired Kale. Like how long has it been, Kale? Like two weeks? Yeah, almost like three. Like three weeks, okay. So it's been almost three weeks and it's kind of still fresh on our minds how we hired him. So it'll be good to show you kind of the process of how we hired and how we trained him and how we're training him. I was just getting going, right? And it will also be great for anybody who is just getting started in this business because I basically have been having Kale start as if uh, as, as I would someone if they were just getting started, how I would recommend for them to start. So it's been really good. What was number three, Kale? Were there three reasons I had? Yeah, I have them right here. Uh, <laughs> I'm smooth. Now, now I'm trying to find them. Anyway, whatever. Right. It's going to be yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. No, but I think you're going to get a ton of value out of it because if you're advanced, then you're probably looking to train someone and hire someone. If you're new, you're kind of looking how to get going. So this is a is going to be a great example. We're going to kind of walk through Kale's journey of what he's been doing so far, how he got the job and uh, where we are now and where what our plans are for the future. And then we'll have him back on just like we did with Steven, you know, in, in a couple months if he lasts that long. Uh, we'll have him back and we'll talk some more and you'll be able to see how things have evolved so you'll kind of be able to take that journey with us of having a new employee and and how that goes so first off kel give us a very short background you know we don't need to know like the hospital you were born in or anything like that but give us a, a little bit of your background and then let's uh start talking about how you found out about me and how you found it about the job and how um, that process took place. And then we'll get into some of the things you've done over the past few weeks and our goals for the future. Let's so go for it. Okay. So the hospital I was born in. <laughs> um, okay. So um, a little bit about me. I've been married going on four years now. Um, and I have two kids, almost a three-year-old daughter. And my son just turned one. So... Uh, live in in California and things are going well. Um, so, and then the next thing you said is uh, more about like how I I found out about you and, and yeah, like how do okay. how did I find you? You know, Vanessa, I put it out on Craigslist, right? And that's how yeah. I hired her. So everything I want people to see that it's always different. You know, there's not like one way to hire somebody. So how did how okay. did you come to meet me and I'll, how did I'll you know back, about the job? Okay, I'll back up a little bit more. There was more that I wanted to give you other than like kind of what you were saying is. So um, originally, so I was, I was working at a job um, and I was just not, I'm not really happy about it. So um, I knew you did something in real estate. I didn't really know exactly what you did. 
Um, we, we go to the same church, right? Yeah, yeah. So we kind of so, we kind of knew each other not really well. You're from my wife's hometown, yeah, and your yeah. wife is from our hometown, and they kind of knew you guys. So that kind of helped us build a little bit of a connection. But it's not like we were like barbecuing or anything. Yeah, you yeah. Know? We weren't hanging out all the time. So yeah, you're a tough guy to hang out with. I tried. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So I I know your wife a little bit. We'll know your wife's uh, family and. And so, yeah, I knew, you know, we talked at church a few times. Um, so I overheard you say something about real estate, which, you know, I've always had that uh, passion for. Um, and so I was working in a job and I was trying, that wasn't real estate um, related. And I was trying to figure out how to kind of get back into that. Because before I worked for a general contractor, um, reno- renovating low-income housing, and I have a little background. I went to uh, some schooling for architecture. Um, so that was kind of my passion. I was trying to figure out how to go back that way. So uh, I think I sent you a text message. I said, hey, I'm thinking about like maybe trying to manage some rentals or, you know, do something like that. So I sent you a uh, text. And you, wanted, you didn't want to own these rentals. You wanted to just see what it was like if you could manage rentals for other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So my goal was because I do, I had two, two kids and a wife and trying to, you know, support them. And so I was trying to figure out something where I could keep my current job and then like slowly do the transition, you know, and still live in San Clemente. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the goal. Yeah. Uh, which isn't easy all the time, but, um, so yeah, that was my goal. And so I contacted you, um, and I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, oh yeah, maybe Justin will give me, you know, seems like a nice guy. Maybe he'll have some <laughs> advice for me or seems like he might know what he's, he's doing. Um, and then you, you said, oh, I got a podcast. Maybe you can listen to that. Um, and that would answer some questions about real estate, um, which I am a podcast junkie. I just love podcasts. Um, and I, I listen to a ton of them. So I listened to like all of yours within a matter of days. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Because my previous job, I was driving around a lot. So I just, uh, whenever I was in the car, I was listening to them. Kel, so what, what was... <laughs> it was kind of funny because I knew you were listening to the podcast and I'd see you at church and it's like I hadn't talked to you a ton yeah but you'd have this big smile whenever you'd see me and I'm like I think he's been listening to the podcast like, <laughs> like does that dude have a crush on me <laughs> <laughs> yeah no my wife yeah that was funny my actually we were at Disneyland um I don't know if I was at Disneyland yet or if it was just my wife, but I think you saw my wife. Yeah. We saw my you, wife, like, t- I think I was walking over to meet her and my wife's like, oh yeah, I just, I just saw your boyfriend or something. <laughs> like, just because I'd always like come home and I'd be like, oh yeah, Justin, like, this is what he said on this podcast. And I was just like super excited about it. And I was like, yeah, I need to figure out like how to like do what he's doing. And I was always trying to like come up with these plans. Um, so anyways, yeah, that, but it's kind of like you were getting to know me a lot better than I really was getting. Yeah. Yeah. It was like you were riding around (laughs) with me in my car for, you know, like three hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after I listened to all of those, I was kind of just, you know, it was pretty hard because I I do have two small kids. So it was like, I didn't, you know, want to work like a ton at night when I got home. I want to be able to like hang out with them. So I was just trying to figure out how to make it work. So I was like, okay, I'll just stay at my current job. Um, and then in time I'll figure something out, you know, I was just kind of taking it slow. And then, um, I was on my way, you know, to an early morning appointment. Um, I think it was like 7am or something that I had to be there in your podcast came out. I think it was like a Wednesday. Don't they, they come out Thur- on Wednesday, Thursday, usually Thursday okay. morning. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Um, so yeah, I listened to that in one part you were talking about hiring somebody um, and I immediately <laughs> pulled over and I paused it and I was like, Hey, I, you know, it was kind of shot in the dark. I was like, yeah, I don't know if it'll work, but I might as well try it out. So I sent you a text, uh, um, and then I went to my appointment and you actually called me when I was in my appointment and left you a voicemail or a text or something. And then I came back out. Um, and then we had a, a pretty long conversation, pretty serious, got straight to the point, which usually you do, you know, <laughs> time, time is of the essence. So, um, yeah, we talked about like what it might look like or what would ha- kind of have to happen. And then, um, yeah. Do you want me to go into more detail? No, no, about that's, okay. So, so basically you were listening, you were up to live time on the podcast pretty much. So oh, podcast yeah. was, was released. Next one. I said, I was looking to hire someone. You were listening to it that same day and you texted me. Like that yeah. same day, right? Yeah, I think I had the advantage because I, I listened to it like I think as I was driving, like uh-huh. it came out. I don't know. It, it would download it. So I listened to it right then. And I was like, oh, maybe if I contact him right now, there's like a chance. Yeah. So you listened to it the same day. You contacted me right away. And then 
like you said, I didn't mess around either, right? Yeah. I contacted you, and some of the things. What were some of the things that we talked about that first day? Um, how bad it would suck if I got the job. No, like, <laughs> no kind of. I tried to yeah, talk yeah, you pretty, out of it. No, pretty much. Um, I did take some parts of your email that kind of it went back to like that initial conversation that we first. So let, had. let me talk first of all why I even um, was interested when you contacted me. Number one, I knew you were listening to the podcast. So I knew, okay, that's like 40 hours of training that Kale has that I don't have to give him, right? He already knows the way I think. He knows the way I run my business. He already knows all this stuff. Um, number two, I knew you had a passion for it. Um, and you know, I, I knew that it was something that you wanted to do. I knew you had a little bit of a background. You didn't know. I knew you didn't know a ton about real estate investing in and of itself. And I was okay with that. But you responded quickly. Like you, you were an action taker, right? You weren't, you were ready. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I knew that I just released that podcast and you were already contacting me. I knew that you wanted it. So all these things kind of combined and just to be totally blunt and honest, like I could tell just from what I've seen by you that I thought, and this is the number one thing I look for in anybody that I hire or work with, that you would be willing to take constructive criticism and take a lot of crap from me, which is what you've been getting, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm still promised. smiling so far, but yeah, as as promised. So, uh, um, okay, so that first call, I wouldn't have called you, kind of going back in time, if I wasn't very interested in working with you. So, number one, I was serious, but at the same time, I have learned from experience that when I hire someone, it's not about calling and, oh, please come work for me. No, yeah. it's like I wanted to lay the expectation. I've had enough people work with me to know the good, bad, the ugly. And I, you're right, I basically try to talk you out of it. I didn't want you to think, hey, come work with me, it's gonna be so fun and easy. You're just, all these people are just gonna bring you their house and say, please buy it with these fat spreads and it's gonna be yeah, yeah. so much, because I did not want you to go, because no matter what in life, if we have a certain expectation up here and then our expectations aren't met, we're disappointed, right? Yeah. And I did not want that to be the case. Now, looking back past these few weeks, do you think that was good on my part to... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> I, I have that same view, which is good. And, you know, my my previous employer, he had that same view. It was always like, okay, you know, you got to kind of tell like it is or, you know, have low expectations and then hopefully it will get better, you know? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, okay, go, you were talking about this email. Let's talk a little bit more about what I try to talk you out of kind of the email I sent you, some of our conversations, Okay, how those went. Yeah. Let's go for it. Okay, there's some um, there's some funny things in there, so I just wanted to read. Um, <laughs> okay, so the email, first off, we had the conversation, and you still seemed interested, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And so It was something that I was going to do eventually. So I, the way I kind of viewed it was that this would be a shortcut to kind of where I wanted to go. You know, I wanted to be able to, if I could work underneath you and kind of see how you do your business, then well, you, um, that would help me a lot. You said that. something that I thought was really smart. You said that you have a friend that's paying $60,000 a year yeah, yeah, to go to school to get a degree, right? Yeah, yeah. And for you, you're basically getting paid um, to learn something that is just as, if not much more invaluable than most yeah. degrees. I mean, I'm, I'm being kind of uh, speaking in generalities here, of course, but um, I thought that was brilliant. Because I yeah. see so many people in this business who they're taking a little bit of action, but they fail at the beginning because you will always fail at the beginning and then you'll keep failing even later on. So don't expect to not fail later. Um, but they expect like all this money to fall in their lap after like a month or two of doing this business or even a few months. And it's like, dude, like you're learning or do debt, whoever it is, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're learning like that's okay. You are, you have the chance, you're not having to pay, you know, $60,000 a year to go to school to learn all this stuff. You're learning through your experience. And that's the most valuable kind of information. And you have the chance of making money while you do it. Right. So I thought that was yeah. really smart of you. Yeah, I think that's always kind of been, um, well, I've kind of forced to think that way, because, you know, I'm pretty young and have two kids. And like you said, living in San Clemente is, you know, pretty <laughs> expensive. So it's always been like, you know, I need to learn and I need to progress in life. But, you know, to like, 
take out loans for my living expenses and then to like learn on top of that and not earn income. So I've always kind of had that view of like, I need to learn and get income at the same time. So for the record, I told you up front, I said, look, Cal, like I was not looking to hire somebody locally. I was looking to hire someone who had lower living expenses to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what I did on that first conversation, I really did try to talk you out. I, I right up front, I did not beat around the bush. I wanted to know, okay, what does Kel, what do you have to make to survive? Which was a little more than what I plan on, on paying you. But mm-hmm. then I laid out very clearly your expectations. And yeah. what were some of those expectations that I laid out from the get go? And you can we can refer to the email or to okay. our conversation or whatever. Um, so just the, just the basic overview of it was like, Hey, you're going to need to work a lot harder and kind of train yourself uh, versus, you know, if you're going to hire somebody else, um, maybe part time or something that the, they would work like, you know, maybe more like how Vanessa started. So yeah. that this was kind of like, hey, you're going to have to work really hard yep. and you're going to have to train yourself um, in a lot of a lot is going to be expected of you, you know, in these first months. And then, hey, if, if you don't cut it, then on to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> so. so so basically. Just to make it clear for anyone who doesn't know much about Vanessa, I usually recommend people hire an assistant part time at first. If you can, ten to fifteen hours, twenty hours at the most, right? Um, you know, pay them, have them do basic, minimal tasks, and then you kind of train them as you go because training someone takes a lot of work, right? Um, it just does. This is for all the, the listeners at home or in the car, at the gym, wherever you are. Um, so with Kale, we couldn't really do that because he had a family to support and he had it. It wasn't like he could work part time his other job and then part time with us. Uh, he had to kind of go cold turkey and it was fast. Right. I mean, you like, yeah, things I didn't were even changing. have to. Yeah, I didn't have to give my two weeks. It was like a things were day. changing. Boom. Yeah. So we had to make yeah. it happen quick. Um, so having that been said, I did give you specific. Um, I've learned from the past that I can't just tell somebody Okay, here's your job description. Go make it happen. I gave you specific hours as well that I yeah. wanted you to work. It's both. Yeah. I had high expectations, but I also knew I had to give you hours because I've learned. I've had more than one person that I've worked with be like, oh, I can accomplish this in as much time as most people can, yeah. um, you know, in less, much less time than most people can. I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I feel the same way. I've always, I've always been kind of taking the side of, I can outwork somebody. I'm not the smartest guy, but you know, I can put in more hours and I can work harder um, and at least get the same income as somebody that's smart. (laughs) And and I'm the same way. And you know, me as the business owner, sure. There have been times in my life where I've put in, you know, 80 hours a week consistently. And then there've been times when I'm able to do much, much less, but there is no doubt that hard work is absolutely required to be successful in this business, at least to get things going. So yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Let's okay, keep going. I'm sorry. I keep uh, pulling you off track here. Keep, no, you're good. Keep uh, going with this email and the expectations. And first off, what and what? Oh, let's talk about it. People want to know the details. What are your your hours that you're expected to work? Um. So on average, you kind of said like a ballpark. You know, sometimes it'll be more. Some sometimes something might happen, so it'd be less on an occasion. Not very often. <laughs> Never, um, ever. So I'm like, just uh, <laughs> it'll be uh, 7 a.m. Um, until 6 p.m. on Monday through Friday, and then work about four to five hours on Saturday. Uh-huh. Um, and then on Sunday, it would be completely off. Um, so I pretty much stayed to that. Usually I do do a little bit more or like when I'm home, I, I'm, you know, I'm looking at like the mastermind group, um, reading stuff on there, kind of seeing what questions have been asked or, you know, if I'm doing something, if I'm cleaning the house or, you know, doing laundry or whatever it may be, I'm listening to podcasts. So, um, but it, I, yeah, I'm at the office at least, uh, from 7am until 6pm. Nice. And then a few hours on Saturday and yeah. then also, I said, you know, anytime you need to go to a real estate investment club, you need to do yeah, that. Yeah. There might need to be travel in the future. Yeah. Um, you know, seminar, whatever, whatever we end up doing, um, it's, it's all expected, right? I just wanted yeah, to like, yeah. my goal is not to sugarcoat anything with you. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't, what were some of the things that I tried to, I put in that email to try to talk you out of it? <laughs> so I, I took a few out that I wanted to okay, read. Okay. So let's talk is- about the, this. And this, I not only wanted you to read, because what I've learned, guys, is you can talk to somebody about anything. 
but I've done this time and time and time and time again. When you're talking about it, you think everyone's going to remember. You're all going to be on the same page. Not true. Yeah. It just isn't. Like you forget, they forget. You kind of have your own perception of what's going to happen. So, Cal, we didn't write like this incredibly formal agreement drafted by an attorney and have mm-hmm. like witnesses and all this craziness, right? But yeah. in an email, I just laid out everything that came to my mind. And it wasn't like this incredibly formal email. I just, it's like probably actually all over the place. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to get it out there. And I said, not only do I want you to read this, but I want your wife to read it. Yeah, which I think was very helpful because I think that's good is because um, my wife, she kind of takes the approach. Sometimes it's like, you know, if if I tell her something last minute, then she's like, you know, really bummed. She has expectations. Expectations or are huge. Yeah. Yeah. So then what's good about this email is it's all broken down more so than probably what I would have told her, you know, when I go home and, and say these things so she could read it for herself and say, OK, you know. You know, when you say you have to work this hard, then, you know, I understand. You so guys that, are making that, was that decision helpful. together. You made the decision together. You were in it together. Yeah. And exactly. then it wouldn't cause problems with you guys or which would affect your, your job, your work and, yeah. and us. So Yeah, that was very wise of you. Um, Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So, <laughs> I'll keep saying that. <laughs> um, so this first part, it says there will probably be Siri, uh, probably Sorry, let me start over. There will probably seriously be times when you get so much rejection, you will hate your job and come home and cry to your wife and kids <laughs> about how miserable your life is. And then you end, you know, and then you say, "Still sure you want to work for me?" Question mark. Keep reading. And then, and then you keep going down. There's like a, a few things like that. Um, but there was other things in there that made me very confident. You know that. Because it's kind of give and take, you know, I, I got to know that you're going to be, you know, doing everything you can to help me succeed. So this this was kind of reassuring to me. Um, you say, my goal is to give you all uh, the ability and resources you need to help the company excel without holding back. So I need to know you are on the same page here. So I, that was good knowing that, like, you were going to do your part and you were going to help me. Um, give me, you know, some resources and stuff so that when I am working hard, I'm working with the right tools to, to have success. Now let, let's dive a little deeper into that. Um, part of the, re- a lot of, I see a lot of investors hire people and they hold back, you know, they just give them a little bit of information because they're worried about that person going and doing this business on their own. Now, Kel, what were some of the things we talked about or some of the things maybe I did to try to kind of to make sure we are on the same page in that regard. I mean, I know you, you love this business. I know you yeah. would love to go do it on your own. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, I knew that that would have been something you would have liked to have done, but yeah. what were some of the, what, what is our kind of agreement that we have? Um, so I did, I didn't cut that part out here, but basically it was like, Hey, you got to commit that, you know, if I'm helping you out and, you know, investing in you, um, in your training and all of this marketing and stuff like that, that you're going to stick around, you know, for, at least three years. Yeah. So we have like a three year agreement. Um, and then I've told you directly, I said, my goal is to within a year or two or whatever, get you so well trained. And then we can kind of re talk about some bonuses and stuff like that Yeah, and get you committed to, to more years. I want you yeah. to my goal. And if this doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. I won't hate you that much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my goal is after the three years that we are still working together you know, yeah, indefinitely. Whatever. Yeah, so that, that's always the goal. Now, it doesn't always happen. I'll be honest. Like I've had lots of employees. Things don't always happen how you plan. And I've come to grips with that where you don't have to be like, no, no matter what this is. You know, I don't know what the future holds. I've learned that. Um, but I hope it's like with Vanessa that, exactly, that you're yeah. around for a long time and we continue to build something, something great that, um, you know, and I told you directly, I said, Kale, just so you know, I plan on you making me and my company. What did I tell you? Like 10 times. <laughs> what you get paid, right? Yeah. And I've done this because I've seen so many people, whether it's other businesses, oh, I made that dirtbag so much money and he didn't really appreciate it. <laughs> people have no idea what a business owner goes through. The sacrifice, you know, the, the yeah. risk, the sacrifice, the everything. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because the agreement is the agreement. And you are paid to make that person money. Yeah, if they didn't make them any money, now I'm kind of going off on a rant here. <laughs> if they didn't make them any money, I'm sure they wouldn't be showing up be like, you know, I really owe you, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I wanted that to be clear up front. I didn't want you to see the, you know, 
because we're going to give you all these tools and resources and you're going to invest in you. I mean, we're paying, you know, for marketing and all this stuff and trusting that you're going to make things happen. I don't make an investment just to try to break even, maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Nobody wants to break even. No. So I wanted you to know up front, like, this is what I plan on. Sure. You can have bonuses. You have no cap. You have no limits. But my goal is for you, your job when uh, it's funny because even my mom was like, She's like, well, it's, you're paying them pretty good, you know. <laughs> she, I mean, she just knows compared to other, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like if someone I was paying someone ten dollars and whatever, and I'm like, I'm like, mom, Kel's job is to make the company money. If he fails at that job, he doesn't have a job. Like, yeah. Don't worry about it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So just so people at home know how the way I look at when hiring somebody, I don't look at it for the whole year. Oh, I'm spending this much money. No. I look at it as, okay, how much is this going to cost me each month and how much can they bring in each month? And after, you know, a few months, we reevaluate that. And Kale, I have no doubt after working with you that that's going to happen. I know you, if anything, have been more concerned about getting a deal now than we have. Yeah, yeah. Here's one part that's kind of funny. It, so this is from your email as okay, well. Yeah. It says, I, I really would need to see, because I was kind of over the phone. I was like, hey, you know, I've heard some people on podcasts and they're like, oh, it took me a year. So so I was like, oh, man, like, you know, I was really worried that, you know, what if this happens or what if, you know, what if. Um, and you said, I really would need to see some direct revenue coming from you pretty quickly. Uh, going to give you a few months Oh, going a few months without getting a deal just isn't going to work. And we would probably have to let you go. You might up hating me and or your job before that. But if you did make it that long, it wouldn't make sense to keep you on. And so, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So uh, it's just, I don't know. I kind of think that I, I'm a little bit different than most people. So this type of stuff is like, it actually makes me feel good. You know, like I'm, I'm excited that you think that it's possible and I kind of have that direction and that push. And, you know, I, I want to get to that place, you know, just as bad, if not worse than you do. You yeah, know, no, I got yeah. a family to support and I want to be successful in life. So, for, you know, I, sure. I have goals. And just so everybody knows at home, like part of the reason why I was like even extra, like you might hate me, you might hate your job, you might go home crying is because, you know, I usually try to avoid even though I haven't done a very good job always, I usually try to avoid hiring family and people I know. And my mom works for me and I'm saying that. What am I talking about? But and especially like if someone goes to my church or something like that is like I did not talk to Kel about this job. He was listening to my podcast and he approached me and it was hard for me because the last thing I want, I know sometimes things don't always work out. I am very direct in my communication as we'll get into with my employees. I don't beat around the bush. I don't try to make it flowery and nice and keep friends and stuff like that. And I didn't want to be seeing Kel at church and, you know, church is it's two separate things. Right. And, and having, you know, you and your family hate me and then <laughs> other people like find out, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, that's the last thing you want to deal with. So I was very reluctant and I yeah. wanted to make sure it's funny. Even a couple of people at church have been like, Oh yeah, I heard Kel's working for you. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm like, look, give it a few months. Yeah, you know, he's probably like, not going to be working for me. No, so. no, I didn't say that. I just yeah, I said he he may not be smiling as much type thing, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and my point is, I really don't think that's the case, but it's all about managing those expectations. Oh, totally. I, yeah, I think that's huge. I think that's good. Because yeah, yeah, I mean, if anything didn't work out, you know, I I don't feel like either of us would have hard No, and, and that's part of, of us it, yeah. doing what we need to do. Going into it is that was kind of what I thought, or otherwise I wouldn't have even considered hiring you. You know, I don't want to make this an age thing at all. It's not. But Kale is, he's young, he's ambitious, he's excited. I would rather hire someone with, you know, Kel doesn't have the world of experience behind him as far as everything he's done. But I would rather hire someone with some experience who is willing to take that constructive criticism from me. Someone who I knew had some respect for me. You know, I've worked with people in the past who had, you know, double degrees and they were just really knew their stuff in different areas. But they didn't know exactly what my mission and my goal was, and they weren't willing to adapt to that to the degree they needed to. I don't claim to know everything. I don't. But at the end of the day, I am the owner of the company. It is my I am I am the ultimate visionary and I make those ultimate decisions, right? So I needed someone who was willing to um to do what I needed them to do. 
And in yeah. a weird way, this might sound weird, Kel, but knowing that you had listened to my podcast and kind of saw me in a weird way as this like, I don't know. Celebrity. Yeah, there, okay, I don't <laughs> want to say it, you know. I'm like, okay, like, I think Kale will, will listen to me and be able to take my, you know. Yeah, yeah. Criticism. No, I, I think that's huge because with me, I actually, because I, I don't think I've told you this and I didn't realize it until later, but a few years, I don't know. No, not that long ago. It was like probably when Joe McCall's uh, podcast first came out. And I was looking for stuff about real estate. So I listened to like a few of his uh, podcasts, but I never stuck with it. It was kind of like, oh, you know, I don't know if that's real. But I, it was really motivating to see knowing you yeah. and knowing that you're doing the business and you're doing well with it and kind of seeing that versus, you know, just hearing somebody on a podcast and not being able to see it firsthand. Totally. It made it a lot you know? more real. Yeah, I like so, that. So yeah, that, that sparked my interest again. I was like, wait, this is real, you know. This oh, wait is a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's not it all works, pretend. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it works. Um, so yeah, that kind of got me back into it. And I, I kind of had an example um, in it. it. You know, it just sparked something for me to put a lot more thought into it and hopefully, you know, get something out of it. Okay, so is there anything else in the email you want to talk about before we move on to... Uh... Uh, well, you, you kind of already touched on this. Uh, you know, one of the things you mentioned was uh, taking this to my wife and having her read it and then uh, the constructive criticism thing. But th those were the only two other parts. What I did that. I tell you? Um, now, see, here's the thing about the constructive criticism. I had never worked with you, Cal, but I knew I would be having to give you constructive criticism on a regular basis. Yeah, that is on the days that I even talk to you. <laughs> but we'll get into <laughs> yeah. that. So I knew I've. It just is, guys. Like, and you see, you better apply. If you want to hire someone, you need to be willing to give them that constructive criticism. Yeah. You know, when I played football at BYU, um, I, I had two great. I think great coaches, right? So I want to be kind of careful with what I say here. But you know, this, is, <laughs> this is like uh, I don't want to get a bunch of a uh, hate mail. No, <laughs> you know, but one. One coach, um, you know, my, my first, uh, let's see. So one of the coaches I had though, like we had some losing seasons, right? Um, some of the only losing seasons BYU's had in, in forever in like 30 years. But then the other coach came and he did not beat around the bush. You know, a lot of, he was very strict. He's the current coach, not strict. I mean, he, he was very uh, focused. He knew what he wanted and he called it how it was. If he thought something, he said it. He didn't sugarcoat it. He wasn't worried about being our friends. And honestly, like I've learned a lot from him. And it yeah. made me respect him so much. It made me want to do better. It made me think, okay, like this guy has a vision and I want to be a part of that. Some people on the team did not accept it. They tried to fight it. And once they realized he was serious, like, no, this is how things are going to be. They either, you know, a couple of them got quick kicked off the team. I think someone quit. And then the other people shaped up, you know, and, and, and it caused us to to have more winning, you know, to do better. Right. Yeah. Um, and our performance improved and we wanted to anyway. So he was willing to give that constructive criticism, though. He was willing to give it. So you have to be willing to give it. And then we had to be willing to accept it and to change. Right. Well, yeah. I, th I think it's different. Well, I don't know. I think different than most people. But I like the whole constructive criticism thing because I'm. I don't want to be going, you know, I don't want to be coming to work every day and, and be making mistakes and not knowing it. And someone not tell you. Exactly. Yeah, I'd so much rather, you know, get some feedback and say, hey, you know, this was kind of a dumb move. Don't do it that way. <laughs> However, you're right. Do it this way. However, you know? is it fun to hear that? Does it feel no, good? No. No. no, it's not fun. It's definitely it's not, not fun, but I think it's needed. It's And it's you know, not kind fun of to a, give it either. Of course, corrector. And Kel, it's not like, I mean, I knew I would be giving it to you early on. Mm -hmm. And I knew I had to look for opportunities to give it to you early on. I didn't yeah. talk to you about this, but yeah. I knew I had to do that to once again, set that right expectation. Because yeah. if I was like nice and buddy, buddy at the beginning and then yeah. later on started giving it to you, you'd probably feel like you were going downhill. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which was I never the you. case. It's just, <laughs> I needed to give you that feedback and it yeah. hurts, but it makes you want to be better. Right? Yes. Not right. only want to, but it, you know, eventually makes you be better. Well, we so. have the same goals in reality. So, you know, if you see something that's not going the way that it should, yeah, you should point that out because then I can change it and we can get back on course. Yeah. So I'm grateful for it. I think it's a good thing. And it's not always that there's, I always have the right answer. I, mean, I usually do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. I've been doing this a while, but it's not always that. 
It's just, this is the way I want things done. Right. So, okay. So let's talk a little more about what I said your expectations were from the beginning. What were some of the things I said you might be doing? Um, so there, there was quite kind of a lot of, um, just things that you have talked about things that, you know, most investors say is a a good way to get started. So like putting up bandit signs or you mentioned the possibility of like knocking doors and, you know, basically one of the lines in your email was all of the things that aren't fun that you need to do to be successful. I intentionally, I wanted to know, Kel, are you willing to, you know, put up bandit signs and, you know, in, in mid daylight if needed. Right. Yeah. I wanted to know, are you willing to knock a hundred doors a day? If you have to, are you willing to make a hundred cold call, uh, phone calls a day to potential yeah. sellers or agents? Um, and you, ever, are you willing to knock doors? If I ask you to knock doors, are you going to go do that? And without hesitation, you said absolutely yes to everything. Yeah. Right? Cause I wanted to get my feet, you know, I was listening to these podcasts and other people's podcasts and I was, it was kind of like, I was jealous, you know, like they'd they'd talk about these things and I'm like at work, you know, doing something else. And I'm like, I want to go do that. Like I want to go, I even, you know, at one point I was driving around and I passed, you know, I was kind of driving for dollars in a way as I was doing my other job. (laughs) And, you know, I, I called, I got way too excited. I called you up and I was like, Hey, you know, I got one. And so so it was like, that was funny. I I wanted to do those things. I was excited to kind of get, you called me about a house and you're like, Hey, I think I have a house. I'm like, well, what it's under contract. What is the seller? And like, I just saw it. I'm like, (laughs) all right, don't waste my time. Goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) No, the bottom line is you have to have a system, right? You've got to know what to do with it. And I didn't have time to like train you what to do with that one address. It was like, yeah, I can drive around and find plenty of addresses, but no, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, there was a lot of uh, at times where I was like, oh, man, it'd be cool, you know, if I could do this. Or I was trying to figure out, like, a way that I could build a relationship with you that would be ben- beneficial to both of us. But I, I know that you get people all the time, like, emailing you and wanting Every stuff. Day. You know, so I was like, I need to kind of hold back and try to figure out a smart way to do it. <laughs> you were really cool about it. I mean, you were listening to, I have so many people who reach out to me. And I'm like, hey, check out all the podcasts. If you have any questions, let me know. And like, I don't like they don't listen to the podcast. I'm like, okay, I've put out like hundreds of hours and time in developing this content, which is way more valuable than any lunch meeting I could do with anyone. Sure. And if they're not willing to listen to it, then there's no point of it. You know what I mean? Like, so you were doing all of that. And you even kind of had an in because you knew me from church. But you didn't really I don't know. it 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 was cool how you did it. You didn't. You did it. You talked to me a couple times, but you didn't push that too hard. I don't know. Anyway, I really yeah. respected that. Yeah. No, I, I think that's good. And I, for other people, I want to give advice because, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you have respect for Justin and you think he's like, <laughs> you know, kind of knows what he's talking about. So I think a good, I, I had the advantage of like seeing him at church and stuff, but the mastermind group, I mean, people in your mastermind group are able to get, you know, so much feedback from you. Um, so I, I would suggest going that route. Yeah, I I, I didn't pay Kel to say that, but I do pay Kel, so I guess kind of <laughs> not directly. To say that, but, yeah. No, it is true. I have created that as you know, I, there's only so many hours in a day. You know, I I used to do more direct response to questions and detail and stuff, and yeah. it's just it's just impossible. You know, we got to pay the bills here. Anyway, all right, I'm not going to get off off on a thing there, but thanks, Kai. I appreciate that. Yeah. But, but then people can view it as well. Cause that was helpful to me is like, after I, you, you know, I was on the group, you know, I could go back and I could see what people already talked about. So, so. let, well, let's, let's talk. That kind of goes into your, your training a little bit, right? Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I set we set the expectations. I hired you. I said, okay, let's get, let's get going here. Um, the very first thing I wanted you to do was go review all the videos on the mastermind group and, yeah. and get involved in the, the forum and start yeah. looking at all the same questions I knew everybody yeah. had. And how did those video tutorials of me comping properties help you? It was very helpful. It was very helpful. It was good. I kind of reviewed them in two different ways. So originally, cause I think I had access to the mastermind group, um, like right after we talked. Yeah. Cause um, I, yeah, I wanted you, even before I hired you, I wanted you to start yeah, reviewing yeah. that stuff. That's right. So, so I looked at those as soon as I could and I viewed them, which I mean, I got stuff out of them, but without taking action first or kind of doing some stuff, I didn't retain everything. 
Uh because I didn't really see, you know, what parts really were relevant or what I absolutely needed to know. So, you know, I reviewed them then. um, And then after I got going um, and had some experience, then I went back and I viewed them again. So it was was very helpful. And you probably saw totally different things. Oh, yeah. yeah. and what I've told people, and since you didn't comp properties before, the way you comp properties in today's market is not the same way you did a couple of years ago. A lot of people, if they can't see the value, they think, oh, I can't make an offer. I don't know the value. Or they automatically put the value, you know, 50 grand below what it should be. But it's not a science. It's an art. You know, sure, there are rules you follow, but you've got to be able to see several indicators on what the value of that house should sell for, right? Yeah. So yeah, those videos were helpful because there was different uh, scenarios or you know different stuff going on. So kind of when I was evaluating properties, I would stop and have a few questions, and then I'd go back to one of the videos, and I'm like, I know it says something about this, so that was good to kind of have at my fingertips to be able to hold up as needed and get my questions answered. Yeah. Now, so let's okay, let's talk a little more about those first few days. Okay. Um, you know, we kind of, I had you before you even got hired, I had you check out some of those videos and stuff. Did I have you first off? Do you work with me in my home office? No, no. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not allowed. No. You're not allowed. No, you've come over like, <laughs> how much have you and I actually in the three weeks that we've worked together, been on the phone together or had some long lengthy communications? Have you sat next to me and me trained you for hours? How, how has your training taking place. Let's start talking about like day one. Like how, how did, how did, how has this occurred? What's happened? Yeah, that's a, that's a good place. We'll start day one. Um, okay. So, and I know it's been so recent that I should remember everything, but I don't. So, that's crazy. um, but yeah, in the first few days it was kind of like, you know, just go and look on Craigslist and call people and, you know, just find out people, find sellers, find motivated sellers and figure out what to do with them basically. Uh, you mean so, yeah, I didn't have you come into my office and just take 10 hours no, and train you? No, you, I didn't meet with you. I, what, what was it? I think it was my first day was like a Wednesday and I didn't end up seeing you until like uh Yeah, the, you went with me to Friday. lunch. No, I, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Lunch on Friday. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Okay, so go ahead and keep going. Yeah, so I got on Craigslist. Um, I subscribed to a for sale by owner and expired listing um, list. So I got that information, which was actually very helpful. Um, and I probably wouldn't have been that confident about it, but I heard, um, was it Ginger Macias? Is that, yeah, that yeah. 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 She talked about Craigslist a little bit and I heard it, it a few other places. So I was like, okay. I think maybe I told you, I said, go listen to yeah. you know Ginger's call. She talks about Craigslist and yeah. kind of do some of the things she says. And Yeah. So I listened to her and I, I know I've heard stuff elsewhere, but I don't remember now. Um, so yeah, I... I went on Craigslist and I'd call people, um, which was good and bad. It's kind of hard because now looking back, I think a lot of the people on there are um, maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you know newer. Or, I don't know. There's there's usually something wrong if it's on there. You know what I mean? Like it's an advertisement trying to maybe build their. You're basically looking for treasure in a junkyard. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's a good way to put it. So yeah, but which was very helpful because I was able to talk to a lot of people, um, talk to some homeowners, most of the homeowners that I talked to they're you know, they were wanting more than what their house was worth or, you know, so what was going through your mind that first couple days? I mean, you had listened to the podcast, but you really, and and you had watched the videos. That was incredibly helpful, but you still like, yeah, there was, there was a ton of questions. Like I was just like, I opened up Evernote and it was just like, you know, every minute I'd, I'd come up with a new question. And then, you know, by the end of day two, I kind of, some of the questions I answered myself or I listened, re-listened to some podcasts or I looked on the mastermind group or um, I looked in different places. So I was able to narrow down the questions quite a bit just by doing things. Kel, I love how like the second day you, I mean, you, you just yeah. started working for me. I saw a question for you <laughs> in the mastermind group. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was, that I was, was kind of hesitant to do it. Um, <laughs> But you, I mean, you always suggest take action, you know, it's better to take action than, you know, be scared of something. Cause I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know if like he wants me to be on there and like, you know, no, I, I liked specifics. it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked so it. I, I thought I it was funny that 
I'm like, here, Kel works for me. And he's having to go to the mastermind group to ask questions to get information of how to work for me. <laughs> Which I think was great. I, because yeah, then, no, I, I, I mean, awesome. it doubles your time because not yes. only are you, you know, giving feedback to me, but yep. everybody else can see what you're saying. Yes. And so it helped. And I want that. And I want you to keep doing that. You have been doing that. And it helps everybody in the mastermind group learn a ton. It helps you get feedback from them. And it helps me learn. You know, the mastermind group yeah. is not just about me teaching people. It's yeah. not. I mean, I do you know a coaching group as well, and I give a ton of feedback in there. But it's about everybody collaborating together. So that that's yeah, that's what's good is because not only did I get to see your response, but I got to see other people's response. Yes. So you know something I took, you know it's it's kind of hard just to take one person's advice and see it from their point of view. So it was good to see what other people said or what was working for other people, and so, yeah, that was really helpful. So I want to bring this home, guys. There's a reason why. You know, first off, normally I would hire someone at 10 to 15 hours, you know, 10 hours probably for the first couple of weeks while they're training, then 20 after that, and then full time eventually, like Vanessa, after a year, she went full time. But with Kel, he went full time out of the gate. I knew I didn't have all the time. Vanessa didn't have all the time to do all this training with him. So I didn't also I didn't want to spend, you know, a ton of money on marketing with someone who didn't know what the heck they were doing. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> See, like I said, he's, he's still myself. growing up. And Constructive criticism. <laughs> down. So, um, so I wanted, I knew Craigslist was going to be tough. I'd, I've never really called people on Craigslist, but I knew that was going to be a good way for Kel to learn what he didn't know. You know, just like I always, so guys, I'm always telling you just take action, get out there, make things happen, call people, start talking to sellers. Like, the same person that I hired, I had him doing the exact same thing. It wasn't like yeah. there was this magic special thing I had you doing. Which was really interesting to me because I kind of, I don't know, I had this weird expectation or something. I was like, I don't know. It was kind of like the podcast and everything that you said publicly. And I was like, okay, well, will there be any like inside secrets that he doesn't want anybody else to know? Or like, <laughs> will there be like something, you know, but it, no, it was just like, hey, go, go do it, you know, like, yeah. go take action and then figure out like, what's working, what's not. And then we'll, we'll keep going from there. You know? Well, so, so number one, we, we hadn't done Craigslist or any of that stuff. So I wanted to kind of experiment with it. That was number one. Yeah. Number two, it didn't cost me any money, uh, additional money. You know, I'm already paying you a salary. I didn't need to, uh, you know, waste, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month on, on direct mail when you weren't really ready to take those calls. Yeah. Also, we didn't want you necessarily working with any of the current relationships we had. <laughs> we didn't want yeah. you to ruin that. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, how did you taking action these first couple of days though help when you then drove with me to um the the meeting that I spoke at the lunch meeting on Friday? It was very helpful, which this is how I I prefer to do it anyways because I hate feeling like a dead weight because yeah. I I mean I've had a few jobs and it's you I hate that first phase of like you're sitting by somebody's desk and you're just like you know like what do I do next? What do and I do every, next? I know, you know, I, I would have gotten nothing done cuz no. every 2 minutes you would have had a question and I do not like working in the same office as other people. I've yeah. done it. I don't like it at all. And, and I hate that. I just, because I know I, I am being a time suck in those situations. And it's, I, I just hate it. it makes well, the thing is, Kel, I would have been talking to you too. I yeah, definitely yeah. got the gift of gab. If someone's in here for me to talk to, I'm going to talk to them. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so that was helpful that I was able to, like I said on Evernote, I had some things written down and then I answered some questions. Um, so when when we were driving and on our way back and stuff, I was able to really get questions answered that I hadn't found found the answer to yet. But I think you knew more of the right questions to ask by then. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because you had been taking action and doing the business. Yeah. And I love that you were there um, hearing me speak for a couple hours and answer questions for other people as well. Because I just gave you more. It was once again, I love you know two birds with one stone. It's like okay, yeah, here's yeah. the information. Go learn it. Um, so I love, yeah, I'm having you learn from the mastermind group, learning from the podcast, learning from the website, um, and then learning when I go speak and then you're taking action. You're doing the exact same things I would have any new student of mine do. Um, and that's how you're learning. Okay. So the first, that's the first week, right? The first half week, I should say. So yeah. you drove around and then I, afterwards I had you come over to the house and you kept asking me questions. And I was like, so much, it depends, it depends, it depends, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh -huh. there's so many different situations. So I had you give me the exact situations when we got back here. We went through some scenarios of how I would handle different situations. I told you, 
yeah, a lot of what you see on Craigslist, there's a lot of wholesalers out there that are doing, we talked about daisy chains. Yeah. Um, and you need to find, one of the things I keep telling you is you need to find the source of the deal, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't care what they say it's worth. Uh, I don't care about this and that until you know, do they have it under contract? Is it listed? Where did it come from? Because that's going to give you so much information. Oh, yeah. Right? It totally does. As you've learned. Okay, yeah. so go ahead. Let's keep going. What, what have you done since that first week? Um, so I, I still do that. <laughs> not as much. Not on Craigslist all the time and those things. Um, but when I do have a spare minute or, you know, I try to carve out a little bit of time just to, you know, see what's out there and kind of build some relationships. Because, like, I have talked to some people that know what they're talking about and they have real deals and they send me they send me numbers that kind of make sense. It's, you know, nothing's really panned out yet, but I don't know, maybe it will. So I'm still no, it's intentional. I, I don't plan yeah. on you landing a deal yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, so, so I'm just, you're you failing. Know, you're, fa- you're in the failing phase. Which... Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So now then why was it Monday? I think it was a Monday that we went and we worked out together. Yes. I could tell, uh, it was so, so I let you go a few more days. Um, I think Vanessa has worked, worked with you quite a bit at the beginning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. On, no, but yeah, that's one thing I should mention It's definitely, I kind of have a cheat sheet, you know, I got, you know, I well, can, for the record, I would be the, like when Vanessa was hired, I, um, I was the Vanessa. Yeah. Right. So yeah, and I, I'm, I've built a pretty big business and like things systematized. And so I, now I have, once you hire somebody, you can have them help train other people. Like yeah. Vanessa now does all the legwork for training people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would have been that. So what were some of the things that Vanessa's done with you? And it wasn't from day one either. Still, even her for day yeah, one and yeah. two is like, Hey, go fall flat on your face. Yeah. Realize how hard this is. Then come back and yeah. we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. So I gave Vanessa, you know, a call or two in the first few days, but it wasn't you know, like long conversations or any, you know, real detailed training. And then I think it was the, like the, so I, I only worked a, like three days the first week. It was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then on Monday and those first few days on, of the second week, um, I did some screen sharing with Vanessa. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so we looked at some deals, some that she got, some that, you know, I was potentially looking at. Um, and she showed me how she would comp them. Or should watch me do it and then give me feedback. So that that was nice that I could, you know, in real time ask questions, be like, okay, well, you said this. Why did you say that? Or she was looking at something I didn't. She's like, okay, well, we'll probably don't base it off of that. Maybe base it off of this or something like that. So that was super helpful. Um, and it's always good to kind of get some confirmation from her. It's like, okay, am I going down the right path? Or yeah. should I be doing something else? Or So that, that's been very helpful. Okay. And then, and then the gym, what happened? Oh yeah. Okay. And then I can't remember. I could tell, I could tell, and I knew this would come, you know, we were kind of, the honeymoon phase was starting to, you know, kind of getting over. Right. And (laughs) I could tell you were, I think I talked to Vanessa and I could tell like you were getting a little bit discouraged, which I knew was going to happen. I knew you'd need constructive feedback. I knew you were going to fail. Um, I knew you'd get the honeymoon phase of, you know, which is why I sent you all the emails saying it's going to suck. You know, you're going to hate it, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. I didn't want this to be like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, okay, he, he, he's done quite a bit. He's learned quite a, this was the first time other, okay. Other than the drive. Yeah. Which I was driving anyway. I wanted you to come help me set up. Yeah. Yeah. That I actually took some time and talked and I thought, okay, I need, I need to go to the gym anyway. Um, so I went down to, to your gym actually. Yeah. Because, it was only, I could have like a free week membership or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And so we worked out together and we just talked, right? Yeah. And how, what did we talk about and how was that beneficial to you? Um, We talked to, because what was hard for me is there are so many different options. Yeah. You know, there's so many, I mean, you could just do stuff all day and it would, it wouldn't necessarily be wrong. Um, But when you're working with somebody or working for somebody, you want to know like, hey, is this what they want me to do or is this what they think is best? And you have to have a focus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I kind of was just like, well, obviously I could just do these things, but I don't know if that's like if that's the right thing to do. So it was good to kind of go to the gym with you and say, hey, this is where we're at. These are the things that I've researched and I've looked into. You know, I'm I'm at the decision making point. So kind of give me a yes or no on these things or give, give me direction or kind of, you know, just the next step. 
Do you remember some of the things specifically we talked about? Some of the things um, you're working on and where you wanted to focus in and Yeah, so it was kind of we were talking about like Craigslist, okay, is that not like should you even focus on that at all? Is that worth it? And then a and lot I of I wanted it, you, Kel, did I was I just giving you all the answers? No, no. And this yeah, is you, huge. This is huge. So go yeah, ahead. Yeah, which is which is very helpful. Um, is it was like, okay, you tell me, like, what, what are you doing or what do you want to do or what do you think's best? And then you would because say, Kel, it means nothing to me if I hire people that I have to tell them a hundred percent of yeah. everything to do. Don't get me wrong. I will give them direction. I will give them feedback, but the goal is to create people that can make decisions that can yeah. have solve problems that can yeah. figure out answers and solutions themselves, which is the exact reason why I don't work in the same office with people either. Yeah. Because instead which is, of thinking about it, go ahead. Yeah, which is good because Vanessa said that as well. She's like, yeah, it's great that Justin does that because you then, it helps you grow because you end up knowing the answer when you didn't think you did. Yeah. You know and what I mean? sometimes like you you'll be wrong. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning, you'll be right 50% of the time, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then over time, like Vanessa's to the point where she's right, you know, 95% of the time, almost always yeah. actually. Yeah, and even when she's she's not, you usually let her go for it, and then it ends up working out. Depen <laughs> so, yeah, depending uh, on what it is, of course. Yeah, yeah. There, are, no, there are. Don't get me wrong. I, I only think a couple days might go by before I give Vanessa even constructive feedback. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Um. Okay. So yeah, I, I think you know basically. So we we worked out. We talked. We didn't only talk about um exactly what I wanted you to do, what I didn't want to do, or what you thought you should do or shouldn't do. I think we we talked a lot too about just mindset. Mindset yeah, is yeah. so huge. Yeah, there was a lot of overview there. It was kind of like long term goals and like uh, kind of mindset and you know things that the way that you work and the way that I work and it, which is, was great. It was very helpful. Yeah, I think I I kind of gave you some of the vision of some of the ideas of some things we could focus on. Yeah. I let you know. I said, Hey, Cal, look. You know, so far, I think I gave you more of my background. I said I started yeah. out with short sales, working directly with the sellers and negotiating with the banks. That yeah. industry kind of changed. And I decided to get into trustee sales and REOs and making offers on the MLS and working with agents. Um, and I did trustee sales for quite a while. And, and recently, that has changed to the point to where I started working a lot. I still work with agents, but I don't do trustee sales anymore. I'm working with a lot of wholesalers. I have some incredible wholesalers, which I want to continue to work with. Yeah. Um, but also, hey, you know, now it's time. Our next evolution in our business, there's been several evolutions over the last seven years. The next evolution in our business is to start working more. We do a little bit, but working more with these sellers directly ourselves. You know, we've created some incredible systems. Now we are. So I told you, I said, Kel, it's almost like we're starting another little side business in a way. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. I said, you're going to help us figure some of these things out. I have a lot of the experience. I've heard about it. I've tried some of the things. So I'm going to give you a ton of feedback and teach you how to comp properties, work with, comp, you know, all, all this yeah. stuff. Um, but I said, we are going to become the best at working with direct sellers. Yeah. We're going to become really good at direct mail. We're going to have some really good systems for online stuff, uh, whether we're cold calling, whatever. You know, I yeah. said, we are going to figure out some pretty amazing stuff. I said, a part of that is you're going to be failing with us and figuring that out. And then part of it is... Um, We'll just give you that direction. So, yeah. Boom. Was that some good stuff or what? So, so sorry that we had to cut this off, guys. Um, but you can hear all the rest of the interview in episode 42. For this episode, go to housekeepinghq.com slash episode 41. And you can check out the show notes and links, uh, make any comments or questions that you have. And we would love to hear from you. Don't forget to go houseflippinghq.com slash webinar to sign up for our next webinar or houseflippingmastermind.com if you want to learn more about our coaching and mastermind program if you are looking for some additional help and really want to accelerate your learning curve. So before we go, here are a couple quotes uh, that I got for you from Winston Churchill. Yesterday, actually, I was at church and I heard this, this quote, um, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And this could not be more true. And then right next to that, as I looked up this quote, it says, success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Boom! Is that not awesome or what, guys? 
been preaching this all the time. Didn't even know that Winston Churchill taught the same. See, you know, great minds think alike, not just decent. All right, guys, get out there, make it happen, fail and fail hard. Um, keep enthusiastic and keep learning and you'll grow and succeed. And pretty soon you will take over the world. <laughs> Goodbye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com. You're not that bad of a home And you've still got good bones and I will try to flip you <laughs> you're beautiful <laughs> I love you I don't care what they say you've got great potential just look at those bones <laughs> I'll flip you!